is Passion for Your Passions, a podcast about what makes life worth living. I'm Julie. And I'm Krista. And on this episode, we're talking about Teen Titans! about my mother in the past. She's a character, if you will. A legend, even, possibly. So, I don't know if this is going to become a thing, but I'm going to call it Hillbilly Corner with my mom, because that's the feeling I get from it. So, my mom was cleaning house, and she found a bag of letters in her back closet. And apparently they were letters between her and my father while my dad was at Desert Storm. And she, we're not, my mom and I, neither of us are very sentimental. And she essentially just kept it because she felt like it'd be bad if she threw them out, not because she actually cared about them. (laughs) And so now she's at the point where she doesn't really give a shit if it's nice or not. And she was like, I guess I just throw those away. And I went, you know, I want to look through them. Like, even I'm not that demented. Like, I want to at least look through them. <laughs> and so we're reading letters and I'm reading about the exploits of my father and like all it was very unsettling. I was like reading stuff that I should not be reading. And she kept hiding the letters that she wrote <laughs> from me because I guess she didn't want to be embarrassed by her young woman mentality or I don't know what you want to call it. But we're in the middle of doing this and she gets tired of dealing with that while I'm completely like intrigued I'm reading I'm reading letters between my grandparents too like there's so much stuff in here and there's stuff about like how my brothers and I were in school and just those comments were hysterical and just stuff like that and so she gets tired of it and she's she just starts talking she's like so the other day your dad was complaining about the cat outside and this cat is like 14 years old you know she's a bit senile and she said your dad came in and just went that cat's crazy and I was like what and she's like, yeah, he completely forgot what her name is, you know, 14 years having this cat. And now that she's weird, he's just like, that cat. She, yeah, she was pawing at me, like, trying to get me, like, claw me. And my mom's like, yeah, what about, like, that's, that's not that weird. <laughs> like, I don't know why you're talking about that. And she's like, so anyway, later that night, I was drinking too much. And I was like, all right. <laughs> and she went, so then I went to go give the cat Oxycontin. I was like, what? <laughs> that was a left turn. Like, what? She's like, yeah, and I got kind of worried. Like, in the middle of doing it, I'm thinking, I probably shouldn't be doing this. But I was too drunk to care at that point. And so then I, like, ground it up and gave it to her. And then I went to bed later. And as I woke up, I just instantly thought, oh, God, I probably killed that cat. I kind of feel bad. <laughs> and I woke up, and she was fine. It was okay. And that was just her story. And I was just turned to her. I'm like, where on earth? Like, what? I don't even know where to start on that conversation. And, like, so I just disregarded it and kept reading letters. And then about 20 minutes later, of us sitting here talking about these letters, working on these letters, she just goes, the cat had back pain, and so I gave her Oxycontin because she was hurting, and I wanted her to feel better. <sighs> She's like, I thought I was a worse person than I am. <laughs> I'm like, you're still not great. You drunkenly gave an animal Oxycontin. <laughs> like, you, you're... <laughs> still not good mom that's still a line people don't try to cross <laughs> just glad the cat is fine <laughs> like, yes. well 
Well, she was like, well, it was outdated. She's like, it was expired, which means it's less effective. And I'm like, the cat is four pounds. How effective does it need to be? Like, yeah. What? Yeah, that's a lot of drug for a cat. Yeah. It was just one of those, like, okay, mom. Like, I just imagine her in a nursing home right now, like, that's nice. Like, just, like, pat, pat. Like, there's no response I can have to that. So, I want to know, though, what was interesting that you uh, read in those letters? Not, okay, you don't have to divulge anything weird, but I mean, like, was what, like, kind of stands out to you as being, like, interesting? One of the ones that cracked me up. So... Later in the letters, a lot of the letters were about us kids and how, like, what we were doing. And my grandmother on my mom's side sent my dad a letter. And that letter I want to keep. Like, it just, it was really funny to me. So essentially she kind of opens up with, you know I don't really like you. (laughs) In a very nice, polite way. She was like, we haven't always agreed and so on and so forth. But we're really proud of you and we're happy that you're coming home and, like, you are a part of the family. And she kind of, like, made amends. And then she started talking about me and my siblings. And so she said, well, my brothers, they went to the barber for the first time. And they said that my oldest brother got a flat top because that was, you know, what was cool back then. (laughs) And then she said, of course, uh, your wife wouldn't let the younger brother get it because he has a weird head and told him that and wouldn't let him get that haircut. (laughs) 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 It just really cracked me up how she just like blatantly was like, your head's weird. It wouldn't look good on you. You're not getting it. Like, and I just went, yeah, that's mom. Like, that's exactly how she talks to us. And I was reading another letter where my mom was talking to my dad. And she basically said, she talked about where we talked in the last episode where, like, my toe, I, like, dropped a soda can on it. And it got, like, severed. And she was like, oh, poor baby Julie. She's just, like, she was helping and she dropped a can and she started bawling her eyes out and I felt so bad because I knew it was horrible pink she like literally cut off a piece of her toe like of course and then you know my my brother won't leave her alone like it's just he has to antagonize and bother everything just it just always I'm like yeah we were a handful and it's just really funny to read just about that kind of stuff because I mean I don't remember those moments but I know what kind of kids we were and so it's just like yeah (laughs) yeah we were a pain that checks out (laughs) So, Julie, to get to the course of this podcast, what we're talking about, what are we talking about, and why did you pick it? We're talking about Teen Titans. I really can't, I have to, like, computerize say that. and how that's an anime but western essentially teen titans is the same way teen titans is anime style but technically like americanized anime well i mean it started as a comic book right it's part of the dc realm of comic books but how the type the way in which they drew it was very kind of manga more so than comic book um we're talking about this because I have a lot to say about Teen Titans, and I really need to get it out there. <laughs> Even if nobody will listen, I need to say it. It doesn't matter. 
Before you get into the more recent ones, can I ask, have you read, like, the DC stuff or any of it in any I, capacity? I have a secret in that I hate comic books. <laughs> I, okay. I It's like a magazine to me, and I also just don't like manga. I can't read it. I'd rather watch it. Like, that's just that's just how it is. I don't like to read them. I'll read encyclopedias or Wikipedia pages about all this kind of stuff, but, like, I can't sit and look at a comic book. It just drives me nuts. So then your first experience with Teen Titans would have been... The, the original TV show. The, what, do you, what is it that you would call this? <laughs> is it just Teen Titans, the one that was on Cartoon Network? <laughs> no, it's just the original Teen Titans. Like, um, all the other ones have different adjusted names. So that one's just called Teen Titans, and it's the original series, essentially. So yeah, that's how it started. Um, and what's even funnier about it is the character Starfire, my mom always said, reminded her of you. And it was always funny. She's like, she's my little Starfire. Like, <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. I don't see that much of <laughs> I think it's just the way that she talks sometimes and the red hair. My mom's like, that's baby Krista. So she... <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I see it. I so see then who are you? Are you Raven? I'm probably Robin. Robin. <laughs> I'm probably Robin. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. I can see that. I'm Robin. <laughs> Let's just say it how it is. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> I don't know. Wait, that's weird though, because they like date. <laughs> In another world, Kristen. <laughs> okay. Different timeline. <laughs> I, I always assume that, like, yeah, before... People. People, I would think, would think we're sisters, but no, they're always like, nah, they're a little too different. They're dating. <laughs> yeah. Well, we would have some people who would think we were siblings, but then also we definitely had a lot of people who thought we were lesbians. Yeah. Which I never really got. I never... Well, that was one I never really understood. What's funny about it is both of us don't like to touch people or be touched. So then if you would watch us, the most we do is hit each other. <laughs> We would physically harm each other, and that'd be the cap. We, I think we've hugged a total of two times in our entire friendship. And that's, like, on your wedding day and the day of our freshman year, your first soccer game. That Which is a random one. I hugged you for good luck, and then you won and got the winning goal. And then you were like, never again. And I was like, you used my luck, woman. <laughs> so, because I had bad luck the rest of the week. That's how my luck works. But, um, so, yeah, we've hugged a total of two times. <laughs> And even, like, there's pictures of us where people are like, yeah, stand next to each other. And we're kind of like, we don't know how to do that. Like, we don't touch. <laughs> this, is, this is weird. Like, <laughs> like, like this emotionally and mentally, we are the closest of friends, but we do not physically touch. <laughs> so, yeah, I never understood the lesbian thing. But anyway, so, <laughs> Teen Titans. Um, it started, I think, back, I was 12 or so. Like, I definitely was, like, pre-teenage, so the perfect prime age for a show called Teen Titans, right? And I never realized how much I absolutely loved that show. I didn't think about it. I think it's because so many people kind of watched it at the same time, and so you could talk to people about it. And I never had to sell it to someone. I never had to be like, oh, have you seen the show? They'd always say, yes, I know what you're talking about. But when I started really thinking about it and I went back and watched it, I was like, no, this show is brilliant. Like, I I love this show just like I love Avatar. And it was a huge part of just the nerdum of which I got accustomed to and loved growing up. So there's a lot of reasons why I wanted to talk about it. And that's definitely one of them that I would recommend the show to anyone, just like I would recommend Avatar to anyone. And it's not... It's almost a perfect show. Avatar, I would definitely say 
is a better show than Teen Titans is, but this one's pretty close. Um, I'd say the really determining factor is the childish humor. While it's very similar, it has an air of difference to it because Teen Titans doesn't seem as important as Avatar does. So then the childlike humor is more annoying because of that. And it's more prevalent because they are teenagers and they're living they're living a teenage life. So you're saying it's more annoying in Teen Titans? Yes. Like okay. Avatar, you almost you need it because you have to be reminded that they're children right. and that they're going through this hard time. While in Teen Titans it feels more like a bedrock, like it's supposed to be part of the show. Like, they're teenagers. Why wouldn't they be acting like this? Yeah, this actually was something I was going to bring up, too. Because, so, you know, I've watched Teen Titans, and, you know, I'm aware of them being in DC and all of this kind of stuff. I've not really experienced much except for the show. I know you're going to talk about a couple of the other ones. But, so, one thing that is kind of weird for me, I guess it's not weird. I'm an older woman. But, like... <laughs> I, I have some issues with stuff that's, like, teen. I just, I don't, I, I like things that are emotional, I do, but I find the teen stuff is too much. It's, like, too raw in a way that makes me uncomfortable, and I just don't tend to like stuff that's aimed towards teenagers. Um, I just, I just kind of wanted to say that because, like, you know, I, there are definitely people here who like the comics and, you know, all of that kind of stuff. I just don't, I don't think that part of that is for me. And I don't think a lot of things that are aimed towards teenagers specifically is for me. Because I'm an adult woman. Not that there's anything wrong with that. I'm just... Doesn't appeal to me anymore. (laughs) Right. Um, Teen Titans, I went and rewatched it to see if it still felt the same. And it does. It has... Like I said, Avatar definitely has a smoother feel to it when it comes to the childishness of it that even as an adult you can watch and find it funny and appreciate it. The Teen Titans, the only reason why it's not as clean is just because of the repetitiveness repetitiveness of it. So you've got characters like Robin and Starfire that are definitely not in the teenage mindset. They are um, Starfire's alien, so all of her antics or quirky personality come from being foreign, more or less. Robin is always a serious one. He's the one that never acted like a child at any point in his life. But then you have Beast Boy and Cyborg, who are definitely the teenage kid silly component, and they can get tiresome. So that's my only real complaint, is that as an adult watching this for the first time, you're going to get sick of those characters. It's kind of an anime trope of just those jokes get tiresome. But as you continue to watch it, you get an appreciation for both those characters and their backstory. And they do have very serious moments and very serious character development. So it's not so intolerable. It's literally just you get into the... Ah, it's literally just you get the occasional filler episode that you're like, <laughs> just, I don't care. I know you're, you were technically a kid's show. So it makes sense that this is here. But as an adult, I'm just going to skip this. Yeah, it's it's been a long time since I've watched Teen Titans, but I will say I also remember liking some of the Raven stuff. Yes. I know she's another one where she can be a little bit tiring because she's kind of emo-y, so she's very just, like, depressive, and that's kind of her whole thing. And, and she definitely has some humor thrown in there because of her being like that. But I remember there was a lot of mystery surrounding her and then like once it does actually get into her backstory it is kind of interesting i find everyone's story interesting the only character they don't give a backstory is robin but they give him a moving forward piece they give him 
the Red X storyline, and he essentially has an arch nemesis, and that becomes his, like, big storyline. And so everyone, I love character development in shows, and I think that's so important. And it's the whole reason behind shows. Like, you would do a movie if there wasn't going to be development. And so Teen Titans is very good about that. They have a lot of hard lessons to learn and emotional complexity to it that just makes it a really great show. So moving on from that, um, one of the other reasons why I picked this topic is because as much as I want to sit here and talk to you about the original Teen Titans, there is so much Teen Titans content and it's so hard to try to keep it organized. Like so many people just get confused by it. And I am here to sort that out for you. I am here to help you and tell you which one to watch. <laughs> so I'm going to start. I kind of already started. So I was talking about like the original Teen Titans. That is the core. That is essentially a little bit of everything. So if you're trying to really encapsulate like the idea of Teen Titans and the true feel for it, I would say go there. But I'm, I'm going to start with my heavy hitter real quick. So everyone talks shit about Teen Titans Go. Okay, Teen Titans Go is the latest in the Teen Titans realm. And all you neckbeards can shut the fuck up. Okay, Teen <laughs> Titans Go is not made for you. It is not made for the people that watched the original Teen Titans, grew up, and are wanting to watch it again. It's not for you. It's made for kids. Like, it's specifically designed for kids. And you know what? I think it's great. I think it's hilariously wonderful for a lot of reasons. So here I am. I'm going to defend Teen Titans Go, okay? First of all, like I said, it's not made for me. It's not made for the people that watched the original Teen Titans. That's never been what it was for. Two, it has the original cast, which I love that. I love that for it. I They found these perfect voice casting and kept them. And those people believed in this project and stayed with it. And I'm talking minor characters are even there. There's certain villains that only had like three or four episodes. And the voice is the exact same one that they pull out of Teen Titans Go. Right. And I love that. That's so great that they did that to it. So all these other people believe in this project. You're the only one that doesn't. Like, I don't. <laughs> yeah. I mean, to play a little bit of devil's advocate, just not because I want to dismiss what you're saying. I think what you're saying is very great. And I think, you know, this is like. This is something, for example, that I've come to terms with, with Pokemon. You know, I, I used to like Pokemon for a really long time, but it just, it gets to a point where you're like, yeah, this is made for kids. That's what it is. It's not going to change. And the Teen Titans thing, like, part of the reason why so many people are so salty when it has to do with Teen Titans is because essentially at a certain point, they ended Teen Titans, and I can't remember, maybe you can clarify, since you said you watched this recently. It ended on, like, a cliffhanger, or, like, there was not a full resolution, or something like that. They um, did two movies. So is there a resolution in the movies? The first movie is, like, a bridge, and then the second movie was not good. So okay. <laughs> it's kind of hard to say, but um, I will get more into talking about old fans and what they should watch. This is just me talking about, like, Teen well, Titans Go. But. Right. I just wanted to at least put this little part of it out there. And the, the ending kind of part of this is, is I know that a lot of people were mad because basically part of the reason why they canceled the original Teen Titans is they were like, people don't want to watch this. This is for kids. And it's like, that's not true. 
There are people who want to watch this. And that I can understand how that is a little bit irritating. And there's been plenty of things that that's happened with where it's like perceived that people don't care about it when they do. And it's like, no, like it's so frustrating. You don't care. What am I supposed to do? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, you may continue with Teen Titans Go. (laughs) So yeah, so this is, excuse me, for kids, people believed in it. And I gotta be honest. It does make me laugh occasionally. There's some really dumb, hilarious stuff they do in it that I really like. But my favorite and main point about why Teen Titans Go, I think, is a wonderful show. It makes fun of itself. 100%. They literally have an episode where they're talking about everyone complaining about Teen Titans Go and how it's not Teen Titans. And they play a whole episode super serious. And they essentially, like, make fun of the original Teen Titans by being even more intense than they were. And I think that's a beautiful, hilarious thing. And then they made a movie about Teen Titans meets Teen Titans Go. And they did an extension about Teen Titans in this movie. So the plot is kind of like mixing the universes. And so both shows are making fun of each other and have the same voice actors playing against each other in this movie. And I love it. Like, that's just, that's so awesome to me. That, like, it is they pretty just, beautiful. It's just a stupid, beautiful thing. Like, the whole time the Teen Titans Go Robin is giving the other Robin so much shit. He's just like, you're so brooding and serious. And the Teen Titan Go character's like, dude, you do the same thing. Like, they're just, and, like, both Starfires think the other one's great. And they just, like, talk and have, like, a great girl's day. Like, it's just, everything about it is so hilariously wonderful. And I love Raven from Teen Titans Go. Honestly, she's the funniest one to me on Teen Titans Go. And Beast Boy and Cyborg were almost annoying in Teen Titans, so they're, like, hella annoying in Teen Titans Go. But that's just part of it. And if you don't like it, then it's not for you. And they even talk about, they talked about, like, the Teen Titans being canceled in the movie. They were talking about it, and they just went well, I don't understand why we don't have a show anymore and you guys are here. And then they just go, well, our ratings are like ten times what your ratings were. Fair enough. <laughs> like, just like, yeah. like, that's They tell the truth in this show. And they even make fun of fans. They'll have like a fan in the background being like, Teen Titans Go sucks! And they're just like, no one cares what you think! And just I, I love when a show can make fun yeah, of Yeah, that is, that is interesting. It's so responsive to that especially with it being aimed at kids because the kids probably just like don't even know <laughs> they don't even it. know at all no so it's interesting they're making fun of some of that past stuff and you know yeah it's because they they got so much hate from all those fans that were like excited thinking it was for them even though clearly it wasn't and they're just like shut up <laughs> we're nailing it like it's kind of that mentality so quick pause from teen titans i'm gonna do a story time which is you know very uncharacteristic to me, but I'm going to. As everybody knows, I like to do a little bit of spying when I'm in the car. This is something other people should be aware of. I like to watch other people in the car. We were talking about true crime, and now you're just like, well, okay, so I do it when I'm driving. So it's not, I mean, people aren't doing anything that, like, that weird in the car. It's, like, driving. So the other day, I was at a stoplight, and I was at a stoplight pretty close to my house. And so for whatever reason, this stoplight was just going for a really long time. So I was getting bored, 
and I decided to look at the people who are behind me. Which, pro tip, if you ever want to spy on people in their car, <laughs> so easy to watch people behind you because you just watch in your mirror and there's no way they'll ever know that you're looking at them. I can, I see people <laughs> doing that sometimes. Yeah, I can make eye contact with people in the mirror. I do it all the time. I freak them out. Okay, well. <laughs> so don't do it to me. <laughs> yeah, don't do it to Julie, but I've never had anybody actually catch me doing that. But anyway, I was doing this the other day. And the guy behind me was cracking me up so much because, okay, so it was like a guy and a girl. And the girl, she was not paying any attention. She was on her phone doing I don't even know what. And the guy, for whatever reason, he kept looking up in his mirror and was doing basically this, which, Julie, you can uh, annotate what I'm about to be doing. I... Showing your teeth and yelling? (laughs) No, he was just baring his teeth over and over and looking. Like, I think he was trying to, like, see back into his mouth. Like, if there's a popcorn kernel or something? Well, he was just looking, though. That was what was... Like, it's not like he was trying to floss. It was just he kept making, like... (laughs) Moving his tongue around. Weird thing. Like, and we were sitting at that light for probably like two minutes it was just me watching that guy do this for a song and then every once in a while he would look at his i I guess girlfriend and just look at her and he would keep doing it just i love people in cars because they do things that it's just like man this is great (laughs) this is all the you don't think anyone's looking at you (laughs) they just do ridiculous I wonder what this car car thief guy's story was. What was up? What was he? What was his problem? I don't know. <laughs> did, you, did your tonsils hurt? What's happening? Was it your teeth or your? <laughs> Why he felt the need to do this for two minutes in the car? <sighs> People in cars getting coffee anyway. <laughs> anyway, so going back to Teen Titans, so what is the next Teen Titans you want to talk about? So now that I've said my piece about Teen Titans Go. I want to talk about Young Justice. Say it very seriously. Young Justice. (laughs) Uh, So for all of you people who felt like Teen Titans, the original, had a bad ending, or you wanted more of it, and Teen Titans Go! wasn't made for you, Young Justice is the way to go. Young Justice is the exact same animation style, but even more detailed and serious. It's a lot heavier. It's a much more intense show. Um, the only thing, complaint-wise, that I'll talk about Young Justice is it can get confusing. It is moved between three different networks. And so, for instance, when I was researching this, I didn't even know there was a new one that came out this past year. Um, so the storyline can get jumpy. It'll skip years or do things. But I'm never dissatisfied so far. Again, I haven't watched the absolute latest one. But Young Justice started on Cartoon Network. The first two seasons are on Cartoon Network's network. Network, um, anyway. <laughs> and it dials back, it talks more about Justice League. So the idea is that Teen Titans are kind of like the junior booster program for Justice League. They never really delve into that when you're talking about the original Teen Titans, but Young Justice, that's like their bread and butter. That's what they're working with. So you have the Justice League playing along with Young Justice, with the Teen Titans, Baby Justice League. Baby Justice League. And the idea is is that this is the generation after the original Teen Titans. 
The only things is they do make adjustments to some of the ages. So Raven and Beast Boy were never intended to be part of the first generation. So they're in this one. And there's a different Robin. So the Robin that you know from uh, the original Teen Titans is now Nightwing. And him and Starfire, whose name's Korra, are dating. So they play into that. And the younger Robin is in charge of, like, the new uh, Young Justice. But they start out, the first season doesn't even have that core group. The first season talks about Martian Manhunter's apprentice, which is his nephew, niece. And they talk about the clone of Superman, Superboy, and Aqualad. <laughs> and I think Aqualad's the leader in the first season. And then they have Flash, Kid Flash. So these are the characters you're playing with. And then later they bring in, like I said, Raven becomes a component, and so does Beast Boy, but they're younger. But you see all these characters, and there's also Speedy, and, okay, there's a million characters. Every single Justice League character's undermined the character, right? And Young Justice, it plays with the, they're like, more like they're 18 than if they're 14. So you're dealing with more adult elements, but still getting that occasional kind of, like, stupid, young, silly stuff. Going to the prom. <laughs> well, they do kind of an episode on that, because it's like, um, Miss Martian, they talk about her appearance, because her appearance is a lie. She never is her true self to them. She plays a version that they would expect her to look like. And she actually steals her image from a sitcom. And they go over it. And she's she literally thinks human life is a sitcom. And she tries to be this character from this sitcom. And they end up going into it. So it feels a lot like Teen Titans in that way where you have all this backlog and all these arch villains in this huge arc. His like Aqualad is technically the son of a villain. He's the son of like Manta Ray. And you've got Miss Marsha with that problem. You have Superboy, who's fucked up from the beginning. <laughs> He's a clone from this evil facility who doesn't even know who he is. And, like, he can't fly. And Superman wants nothing to do with him. So he has all these abandonment issues because of that. And these insuperiority complex and all this other stuff. So, like, all these characters have real-life, like, adult problems that they're handling. And each season deals with a huge arc of a different issue. So, like, season one is called just Young Justice. Season two is called Invasion, and it's, I think, five or six years later, and then there's Outsiders and there's Phantoms. So, like, every season is with a... The first two seasons are with Cartoon Network. The third season is with DC explicitly, and it's from 2019, and the latest season's with HBO. Hmm. So, all of these play on different characters and different levels, but it's that world. It's these people and you're playing into them. So if you're missing the seriousness of Teen Titans and wanting a show that feels the same way, but new development, new characters, I definitely recommend Young Justice. It is very good. Does Batman ever show up? Yeah, he's in it. He's in it quite a lot. Okay. All the Justice League is, like, um, the opener and in it, and they'll, like, when there's a big problem, they'll come and talk to him and be like, you fucking kids. <laughs> and, like, Ollie's in it. Uh, Green Arrow. Oh. <laughs> Speedy Green is... Arrow. <laughs> yeah, Speedy is his apprentice. And Speedy is a dick, but it's, it's fine. <laughs> Speedy's, like, the main problem in season one because the opening for season one is essentially Speedy being accepted into the Justice League, but they end up being like, eh, not really. And he's like, this is fucking bullshit! And, like, <laughs> vacates. <laughs> And causes a bunch of issues. But, yeah, it has... So then Green Arrow brings in Artemis, who is um, Taskmaster's daughter. And, like, 
there's so many of these huge comic elements that you didn't really get in Teen Titans. Teen Titans is a lot of like B villains or <laughs> sub heroes, that kind of thing. While this is dealing with real villains, real heroes, real like all this stuff that's not just played down. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of the Justice League um, cartoon. I can't remember what the subtitle of it is. Did you watch the Justice League cartoon? Not I really. think it was on Cartoon Network or something, but anyway, it was it was actually pretty good. Like that was kind of one of the few things that I've watched where it's like, yeah, this nails <laughs> like what DC is, and it's mm-hmm. not so intense or serious or um, you know brooding, grumbling about being vengeance. Yeah, like this show definitely has those elements. Like DC does have a lot of that, just playing into it. But you have the lighter characters, you have the lighter moments, you have the reason behind the broodiness, other than it just being there. So, like, there's characters, like I said, Speedy's such a dick. Like, you're just like, fuck you, Speedy. <laughs> just, but then you have, um, like, Miss Martian, who literally tries to play, like, a sitcom character. So every time she's like, oh, no, and does, like, really silly stuff. And then you've got Broody Superboy, who's just like, I don't know why I'm here, and, like, and I can't fly. And he just and it sucks. It sucks. <laughs> Just general stuff like that. Like, you have all this playing into each other. And, of course, every single Flash in all universe has been kind of silly and ridiculous. Okay? So. It's part of it. It's just part of it. If you run really fast, you're kind of dumb. Yeah, you're going to be dumb. (laughs) In a lovable way, but still. Yeah. So, my last kind of bit is I want to talk about the movies real quick. There are two movies specifically with the Teen Titans. And one I absolutely love and recommend anyone who has the slightest care or concern for any comic book, and that's Justice League versus Teen Titans. <laughs> There's a line in this that I absolutely find the funniest thing ever. So the plot of this movie is essentially an alien race decides, hey, that Justice League would be pretty cool to control. I'm going to do it. And it does, and it's like, Teen Titans, who cares about a bunch of fucking kids? And they don't control the Teen Titans. So then all of the superheroes from Justice League become evil. (laughs) And what's even funnier about this is as soon as it happens, like, because it slowly happens, like one or two heroes get taken over and then it's pretty much like all at once after that. Batman, as soon as he sees this entity is going to control him, he just kills, like, he just gives himself a fish paralyzer to basically almost kill him. Because he's like, if I get controlled, I'll take out every Justice League. It's like, no, you wouldn't. <laughs> but that's his mentality. He's just like, I'm the best of all of you, so if I get mind controlled, you're all fucked. And so, like, he paralyzes himself. <laughs> like, there's just... Oh, bad, There's so many things like that in this show that just, like... They shouldn't crack me up, but they just yeah. do. Like, they're just so ridiculous. No, this cracked... This is, like... This cracked me up about this stupid Justice League cartoon that I was talking to you about, because... So, like, Batman will be there a lot, and it's funny because, like, in this one, it was basically Superman, Wonder Woman, and Batman. Like, they were the main ones, but then the other people would kind of be there. So, they'd be going places or whatever, and, you know, Batman can't fly. So, you know, stuff would happen, and either, like, Wonder Woman would have to pick him up and fly him, or one of the final scenes, he's in, you know, like, a little bat jet or whatever, and it gets shot down. So, he's like falling down and he's like uh somebody gonna come save me because i can't fly and i'm going to die like yeah. he says it so calmly and then wonder woman or somebody comes to save him. i got you buddy <laughs> it's all good and i don't know it just kind of cracked me up how 
how Batman particularly was in that series. Not that it was bad, it just was, it was kind of funny. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty solid. Um, what was the... So, yeah, <laughs> Batman's always ridiculous, as you know. And my other, this is probably my favorite line and moment of all time in DC animated. So, they eventually start figuring out how to get back control of the Justice League. Like, the Teen Titans work through it and da 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 and they end up getting Superman pretty early. Like, he's one of their first targets because he's Superman. And so they get him back. And essentially, Superman has to fight the Flash. So the Flash comes in. He starts, like, whipping up a tornado around him. And Clark just looks up and goes, Barry, if you can hear me, I am so sorry. And he just flies up and crack and goes down and snaps his ankle in half. <laughs> like, out of nowhere. And so then, like, Barry comes to, like, he's not controlled anymore. And he's like, Jesus! Like, he's, like, <laughs> he's like, do you have to go that hard? It's going to take me, like, five minutes to heal from this. He's like, God! Like, just holding his leg. Like, the whole scene, every time, just, like, absolutely cracks me up. So, and then, I think, I want to say it's part of the Young Justice show, but I can't remember. I meant to look it up before I got here. It might be another movie. There's another movie where essentially all the adults, like all the Justice League, go to another plane and the world is left to the children. Like the kids get it. So then the Teen Titans are like the ones that are left. And it's a really funny, interesting movie or show. Again, I can't remember which one it is. I don't think it's a movie. I'm pretty sure it's a show. But Shazam, if you know anything about Shazam, he's a kid who can transform into an adult. And so he ends up being like a walkie-talkie for them. I think it's, it is Young Justice, because then the Justice League, right after, like, this gets fixed, have a meeting about kicking out Shazam because he's a kid. <laughs> it's like, he just saved your bacon! Like, <laughs> if it wasn't for that, you guys would have perished. Like, and you've got Red Tornado, who's a goddamn machine. Like, what is... So, yeah, as it happens in Young Justice, they have that, like, portal thing happen, and he just keeps going <laughs> back and forth. He's like, hey, guys, like, it's Billy Batson. <laughs> And they're like, are you serious? You're 10 years old? I can't get in the Justice League because I'm 16 and not 18, and yet here you are. <laughs> like, it's this whole discussion. Like, That's just really cool. It's really I don't funny. know. Yeah. Shazam gets in a lot of trouble for being, for being a kid. Yeah. And there is one other movie called The Judas Contract that's about the Teen Titans. It's fine. I, to be honest, I haven't watched it recently, and it wasn't that good. It's not bad by any means, but it's... I definitely would recommend, like, Young Justice over that, or if you just want to watch the movie, Justice League versus Teen Titans is just really funny in that way. <laughs> like I said, there's just these moments where it's like, <laughs> that's great. Thanks, Batman, for being you. <laughs> I would take out everybody. I need to take myself out. Like, oh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, you're... No, I mean, I haven't watched some of these, and honestly, it does make me kind of curious. Yeah, maybe, maybe I will. Maybe you will now. Yeah, I think they're all on HBO now. Okay, that's good because yeah. I don't I don't want to get like piece five different. Yeah, <laughs> no, I need to I need to watch the latest one to see if I'm still being honest and they're still good. <laughs> Maybe I'll give an update. I'm in the middle of Nick Cage right now. I can't <laughs> can't do it all at once. So, yeah, that's my piece. Is that people can't really if you wanted to watch more Teen Titans, don't complain about Teen Titans. Go go watch Young Justice. They were made. They're both being made right now. They're both being made at the same time. Shut up. Like, I'm tired of people just shitting on Teen Titans Go! And I'm like, it doesn't deserve it. It doesn't need it. Yeah. There's this other show. If you're going to be an asshole about it, like, go watch that. That's for you. <laughs> Don't shit on a kid's show. Yeah. It's a kid's show. 
And kids are allowed to have things too. Yeah, there's nothing funnier. I about cried. Okay, I think it's like episode two. There's a scene from Teen Times Go called the Pig Jig, and it is the best thing that's come out of Teen Times. I fucking love that scene. It cracked me up. It's essentially Cyborg and Beast Boy go, we're going to have a dance-off, and you can't laugh. And they're like, okay. So they have this face-off where, like, the other one can't laugh, and they're just doing silly stuff back and forth. And then out of nowhere, Beast Boy goes, pig jig! And he, t- he just turns into a tiny pig and does, like, a dance with electronic music in the background. And it just, like, has his head, like, floating and all this ridiculous stuff. And it's just pig jig. <laughs> like, really? Like how that's just—they have those moments that even as an adult, and you're like, "This is the dumbest show I've ever seen." It'll make you laugh every now and again. No, people, people love to shit on things that are made for people. Because I think you posted something kind of about this recently, and like it kind of—it I don't know—it gave me some introspection of being because basically you were talking about how people or not you, but this meme or whatever it was was talking about how people will shit on romances. And then the other person was like, oh yeah, shit on romances. Something where something good is actually happening to a woman. And it's just like, it's like, yeah. Like, and I've even had that thought about stuff, like I said, like stuff that's made for teenagers. Like, you know, YA and stuff gets a lot of shit because it's like, not like Tolkien or whatever you want to say. And it's like, it wasn't meant to be. Yeah, it's not really made for you. Like, I mean, when I was a kid, I read all this stuff, and, like, you know, it was important to me, and it mattered, and I don't think that that's bad. I don't know. I mean, yeah, maybe you don't like it. It's not for you. Right. <laughs> there's always a bad way for something to be done. Like, there's always a poorly executed or bad way to be done. I'm not saying that doesn't happen, okay? I will personally never watch that remastered Powerpuff Girls. That literally hurts my soul to see. But I understand it's not for me. Like, I'm not the one paying their bills because I'm supporting this network. It was not meant for me. So there's there's no reason for me to hate on it. I just see it and go, yeah, not mine. Like, that's not something I'm going to do. It, people do it all day, every day. But as soon as you talk about media or, like, content that artists make, if you don't like it, it's not worth it. It's like, no, it's just not yours. Like, it's yeah. not made for you. Just yeah. like people who don't like certain foods... Yeah, and not that it has to be. I mean, you don't have to like romances. You don't have to like YA. You don't have to like Teen Titans Go. It's just somebody might, and that's fine. Yeah. (laughs) And that's okay. You can be subjective. Like, with me watching these Nicolas Cage movies, I am not the kind of person who likes gangster movies or heist movies. And so there's a lot of them. (laughs) And I gotta admit, sometimes it's hard for me to just go not my kind of movie but i guess if i have to argue for it nick cage is nick cage is here (laughs) i mean there hasn't really been a good one so it's kind of hard uh but i think people need to have that perspective a lot more i'm having i'm trying to talk to people that just don't have that perspective of it's not for you so try to see it from the eyes of someone that it is for and then look at it and go okay it's good or bad (laughs) that's not i mean i know it's a challenge but as you get older it should get easier should be part of like your growth as a person to try to understand all these different perspectives and on that philosophical note <laughs> <laughs> i think it's a good be better. i think we have plenty of places to stop this was passion for your passions i'm krista and i'm julie on the next episode we're talking about jellyfish Okay. <laughs>
My bad. <laughs> this was Passion for Your Passions. And I've been Krista. And I've Julie still. Hold on. Um, <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. Cut. Jellyfishing, 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 jellyfishing. <laughs> SpongeBob. Uh, There's gonna be a lot of SpongeBob. <laughs> so much SpongeBob. <laughs>